0: hey what's up y'all this is comedian jason earls and you're listening to the christian music guys podcast and those are some pretty cool dudes too so keep tuning in in fact get it for your grandma on her eight track it'll be awesome she'll love you for it
1: on today's episode we sit down with jason earls with the kids beach club Kids Beach Club is a kids program geared towards preteens and can be seen all over the United States on
2: Satellite, Dish Network, Angel TV, Pure Flix. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, a podcast for Christian music fans by us, Christian music fans. Uh, so, Jacob, have you ever um, – I was reading this story, man. I don't really – I mean, I know usually we do a funny story or something weird or strange or – whatever our habits are. But I was reading the story uh, today and I was like, man, I got to talk to the guys about this. Cause it's just, it's crazy. Um, But there, so I'll just get into it. I don't even have a question for you. Uh, <laughs> so I was reading, there's this sailor from, uh, he says from uh, Dominica uh, and he was one day so this was back in December he was working on his boat on a sailboat doing some repairs on it uh where he um wherever he was docked and like the waves came and I guess like a storm and some bad weather and the it pulled his boat out into the ocean right so he wasn't like going on a trip or anything he he didn't have supplies with him he didn't have and yet it pulls him out to sea. He couldn't get a hold of people, like, of anybody to let him know he was being swept away. And he was stranded. He was completely adrift in the ocean for 24 days. Mm. And he lived. They found him. And it's crazy because they were, they're, they're interviewing him. Like, yeah, they're talking about when they started asking him, well, you know, what happened and how did he live? He survived by eating ketchup, garlic powder and seasoning cubes. For he was in the water. Minutes. No no, he was on a boat, on a boat. But he right. had no he had no ability like the boat was not able to sail. He was just drifting in the yeah. ocean. And all he had on his boat was ketchup, garlic powder and like bouillon cubes is that not crazy for 24 days and he and he lived they found they rescued him he he was spotted by a plane and i think they ended up sending a ship and and they said that he was healthy i mean he had lost some weight but other than that he was healthy i mean can you imagine what that would be like 24 days not knowing
1: i hope those um
2: Bouillon cubes were
1: uh, low sodium because he could probably make some nice (laughs) chicken broth and put the seawater, which is already salty.
2: And I'm uh, not sure he's thinking about that, Jacob. (laughs) I mean like, okay, we were on a cruise a couple of years ago, Jacob, and there were people on this huge ship that we were on. People were freaking out and panicking because we were in the middle of the ocean. I remember there being some people like kind of, going to the medical bay or whatever and panicking we were in the middle of a city that floats i mean this guy was on a little boat by himself with nothing but condiments i mean
1: isn't there man. a movie not about this guy but there was somebody actually in the ocean in the water and they survived several oh, days in I mean, the water uh, i think
2: i remember seeing a movie about
1: that but yeah. This will make for a yeah, great I mean, movie. Castaway,
2: it happens. Like Castaway, he does like get into well, the ocean at the end. But uh, yeah, but this would be a great movie. I mean, I hope someone picks it up and the guy makes a ton of money. Uh, <laughs> he's earned it, dude. Uh, here, wait, I have his name, actually. It could be called Ketchup and Bouillon. Uh, his name is Elvis Francois. Elvis Francois. And I think he was – it seems to me like he was found in Colombia because – um, like he was interviewed in Bogota, Colombia, so yeah. I mean, he drifted for a while in for 24 days. And here's what's cool, man. So, uh, I just like what he was talking about when they asked him, you know, like, how'd you do it? He was like, anytime I would uh, lose hope, he would think about his family and he would just think about surviving for them. So, I don't know, I know this was not a weird story or a funny story, but man, this guy just. I was blown away by, like you said, man, this should be a movie. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. It's pretty cool. What what part of the country was this? So... You said Dominica? Um, yeah, so see, he's from Dominica. He was living. So actually, it says here that he was working on his boat off of the island of St. Martin in the Netherlands. And that's where he lives and he drifted far because uh, he wound up in Bogota, Colombia. Yeah. Yeah. So moral to the story is make sure you have plenty story. of gas in your boat or always. No, it's a sailboat. He didn't have gas. But oh, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, always have ketchup and garlic powder and bouillon cubes, I guess. I mean, that's, that's crazy, man. <laughs>
1: Well, I recently sat down with Jason Earls uh, from the Kids Beach Club. Kids Beach Club is more than just a TV program. Um, They base their ministry around preteens because, let's be honest, there's really not a whole lot out there for preteens, more for elementary aged kids and then high schoolers. But the preteens a lot of times get left out. So this ministry, uh, they go into the schools and he said it's basically like a Saturday Night Live meets Double Dare, but a kid-friendly version uh, of, you know, Saturday Night Live. They do jokes and fun stuff, minister the gospel, and then play fun and messy games. And uh, they go into a lot of um, middle schools to do this, and they – public school age – or public school children, uh, preteen. And so – Now they have a TV show, which happened, and he'll talk about it in the interview during the pandemic uh, that is currently on Pure Flix, Angel TV, uh, Dish, and DirecTV, and it is in all 50 states and reaches into about 500 million homes. So uh, the platform that they have, God, is really uh, doing some incredible things, and so if you would like to get them for more information, be a part of it, have it at your school, you can go to kidsbeatsclub.org. So check out this interview. All right, we got Jason Earls. Jason, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me this evening.
0: Man, are you kidding? This is awesome, man. We got, I guess I got the best out of the three brothers. Come on. so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I am the oldest. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, uh, whatever. I'm the middle child.
1: Oh, yeah. um, well, there's prayer for you. <laughs> So uh, before we get into uh, Kids Beach Club, tell us a little bit about you.
0: Man, man, thanks so much for asking that question, man. So Jason Earls is born and raised in Portsmouth, Virginia, on the East Coast, came to Dallas to go to um, grad school seminary, in fact, and um, based, you know, my time in seminary, I went back to Virginia to get married to my college sweetheart. We've been married for 22 years and God has blessed our union with six kids. Their names are Aaron. Woo! Yeah, baby. The names are Aaron, Alexandria, Alicia, Andrew, Akeem, and Anaya. That's my first time making straight A's, you know, so the Lord is good. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so man I, man, I love making people laugh. Just encouragement is probably my primary spiritual gift. And that comes through a lot of my talents with it, which is, you know, acting, communicating, speaking, uh, stand-up comedy, and uh, man, just just being a brother. I love, I like to consider everything that I do, man, I love being a friend, a brother yeah. to, to other people. So, and then in the midst well, of that,
1: go ahead. That's incredible. Uh, I come from five. Uh, there's five of us, with two of my brothers, I told you before we hit record. Uh, or not here this evening, but uh, there's three brothers. No, there's four brothers and a sister, and then also have three stepbrothers, so technically there's eight of us. And wow. So, and then uh, we have, between us five, there's 11 grandkids and one on the way, I think.
0: Let's go. Um, my, Christmas is busy. Yeah, my parents have 12 grandchildren, mm. and I got 50% of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Say oh man wow well that's amazing and uh so yeah uh kids beach club kids um, beach club yeah tell us our listeners what is kids beach club
0: okay man kids beach club is it's pretty amazing and i'm not just excited about it because it's just kids beach club sure. but really so in college i worked at the ymca and I was an after-school site director, which basically means I, I ran an after-school program. And I, I've always had this heart for ministry, you know. Born and raised a Christian home, accepted Christ at the age of eight, and at, at, at age nineteen, the Lord called me into ministry. And so, in college, man, I was trying to, I was trying to give everybody, you know, just this, this word, man, and. Working at the YMCA, it's the Young Men's Christian Association. And I was just going there like, okay, kids, let's have a great time and preach to them a little bit. They were like, "Uh, sir, you need to tone it down a little bit. (laughs) so (laughs) we appreciate you teaching these principles, but just bring it down a notch, please. So what Kids Beach Club is just that without me having to tone it down. But it's 18 times more fun. Mm -hmm. So it's an after-school program. And in most cities um, and states that they're in, it's actually sanctioned by the public school. So they can legally go into the public school, have an after-school program where the goal is to get Bibles in in the homes and in the hands of these children. Mm-hmm. And the, ultimately to make Jesus their, what we call a kid's beach club, their forever friend. And so they've seen over 70,000 Bibles going to the homes of non-church kids. Now, w- because of the pandemic, this after-school program was shut down all across the country. Mm-hmm. And so, but they still had this call to impact these children who they had started relationships with. So they started this web show, this web series, just teaching the, the character traits that they did in the in the school, after school program. But then once they did seven of them, seven series, seven episodes, man, they got this new production company. Then they had this comedian come in and and so an, another team, and it became this TV-ready TV show. Mm. And now it, it's now being broadcast in several countries. Like, people who actually don't have access to Bibles, even countries that are being persecuted, they have access to this television show where they're teaching these biblical character traits and introducing people to Jesus as their fellow friend. It's pretty awesome.
1: Wow. So it's kind of like... It, so there's comedy in it, and then there's... You said there's music, like singing? Yeah, there's like there's
0: a lot of music in it. It's... yeah, it You got music, comedy... You got games. Imagine, I would say, imagine, I don't know if you remember, you can't do that on television or Double Dare. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, I'm a 90s kid. <laughs> yeah. So imagine Double Dare, you can't do that on television, meets vacation Bible school or old school Sunday school class and or just um, a good character development program. It's all those.
1: Okay. So your focus... Is primarily preteens, right?
0: Right. Preteens. That, okay. Yep. So So
1: what what's the focus? why why are they the focus mostly? Would you say
0: listen, man? Okay. Name us one program that really helps develop the character of preteens. Not 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 just entertain, not entertainment, but just help those preteens who are experiencing so much peer pressure and so many changes. Mm-hmm. Man, who who's helping develop the character of those kids? There,
1: there's nothing. What we're
0: there, finding man. is nobody, nobody. That's why, man, it's this thing is blowing up and it's on public television across the country. It's it's crazy, dude. What messes me up is I grew up like you in the '80s, being a dude that loves Sunday uh, Saturday morning cartoons. I would even wake up sometimes at 5:30 because there was a cartoon that nobody knew about called Street Frog Frogs.
2: <laughs>
0: Dude, now I'm on TV Saturday morning, bro. That's it's amazing. absolutely insane. Helping kids not to fall into the um the low self-esteem like I did cuz I didn't have anybody. <laughs>
1: It's real I will I will say preteens is probably the the most awkward stage uh, of a well of an adolescent um, well and as as far as I know of any age you know group and uh, because they they're they're trying to find their identity and they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do and you know all the awkwardness of puberty and uh, all that stuff you know between I guess 11 and 13 10 to 13. And my boy, he listens to this show. So I've got to be careful, but he, he is, uh, 11. And so he is, you know, the preteen age and, uh, some of the things that, you know, he, he asked about and stuff like that. So it, it can be awkward, but you're right. There needs to be a program and things out there for those, for those age groups to help them, um, you know, and their walk with God. And then, you know all the things that goes with being a preteen,
0: dude. It's like my my one of my comedian brothers, uh, Dustin Nickerson, talks yeah. about. And at, at that stage, it's like man, they're literally like tadpoles. It's mm-hmm. it's just for for a preteen. It can be awkward, man. It's especially when that little little tadpole starts to develop legs. You're like, what in the world is this? It's. That's, <laughs> That's how preteens can be, man. For most people, people don't yeah. want to be bothered with them more. And yeah. it's—I'm so honored that I get to be a part of playing a, a significant role, not just in leading the cast, but now leading other preteens across the world. Yeah, insane. It yeah, blows our, my
1: mind. Our uh, a church that we served at a few years back, the pastor said. I I need a middle school pastor. And I would like for you and your wife to be the middle school pastors. And we are like, great. <laughs> <laughs> it is so much different than a, a youth pastor, you know, because it's just awkward, you know? So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like, man, the, I taught middle school, uh, mm. for bless your heart. Dude, the Lord used, uh, middle schoolers, Middle school has shaped my character, dude, on another level. Because right. they're the most unstable emotionally people that you can interact with. One minute they love you mm-hmm. and you're their best friend. they cry crying on your shoulders. The next, the next thing, you know, they're talking about you loud so you can hear it. I can't stand him. I hate his guts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yo, so it, 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 it sharpens your character. Like, man, are you going to maintain who you are? regardless of what these people think about you when they
1: change. So, the you you had briefly talked about it a minute ago, the after-school uh program that you guys do in public schools, um what is what is the typical program, how long does it last and um you know, what what is your focus on during that time period?
0: That whatever whatever the script says. So, <laughs> I'm not – I don't do the after-school program. I just do it on TV. Right. So – Sure. But, but typically the kids come in – and this is very dangerous for me to talk. I can talk about what the script looks like. So and, – and the script mirrors the actual club. So there's a moment of, you know, the kids come in. There's a there's a debriefing about how their day, day's, day is going talk about them and we introduce our character word the character for the character word for the week is generosity or mm-hmm. you know uh you know so all of these different character words sometimes it could be thankfulness how many preteens need to know what thankfulness is right and then then there's a lesson given and then there's a bible verse given and we do what we call memory link there's a a fun activity to help them memorize the game I mean, the Bible verse, and then we play a game called Make It Stick, and I play the character. They call my character Steve Harley, you know, I guess because of the the uh, my fro uh, gear. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so it's, again, that's when the Double Dare type stuff comes in. And it's sure. it's so much fun. Just the crazy games that we play. It's literally, you know, sometimes it's stuffing marshmallows. Sometimes it's stacked. See how high you can stack an ice cream cone with ice cream. It's insane.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: on and on yeah, those, dude. you <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, and man, and, and on those, you gotta be careful because man, it's recording and the director's like, We got one take on this. We gotta <laughs> We go stack this ice cream as high as we can, and boom! Let's see what happens.
1: So, what you're saying is that your challenges? You don't do like the Tide Pod challenge or the or the crazy <laughs> stuff that the teenagers are involved with.
0: <laughs> that is hysterical. What's the other one? The, the alcohol and lighter challenge? Yeah, that's, that's
1: yeah. There's there's too many of them. There's there's a new one. We talked about it on our show a few weeks ago, but. There's a TikTok challenge where they're frying chicken in, um, um, oh mercy! It was like a yeah like cleaner or something, right. something dangerous, and I don't know, I don't know. That's that's what Kids Beach Club is for to help those right. people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: those Come play this, guys. This is a lot more simpler. Yeah. <laughs> Just get a bunch of marshmallows and try to say a Bible verse with the marshmallows in your mouth.
1: So you, you briefly talked about kids beach club television. uh, And so the idea behind that came from when, when COVID happened and then the shutdown and that's where the birth of that came, correct?
0: Absolutely. That was the pivot. It's man. We have these relationships. So it
1: was a blessing really. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely,
0: (laughs) man. It was, I got me a TV gig out of it. Had it not been for that, I was like, huh, I wonder what the kids are doing after school today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how would you say that kids and families are receiving the, the TV show, the TV program? Man, it's been the response. So Frank, Dr.
0: Frank Banfield, who's, you know, the vice president of kids beach club, mm-hmm. uh, man, he gets emails from all across the world of parents and kids who signed up for the Hang 10 Challenge. So we we do this thing. It's the Hang 10 Challenge. It's spend 10 minutes a day with God, reading your Bible, and praying. And so it's encouraging kids and their parents to spend that 10 minutes every day doing this t- challenge. And on the TV, especially as it's being broadcast, we if you're going to sign up for it, Man, send, sign up for it at this email address or th- at this link. And at any moment, we're getting pings from Sri Lanka, uh, India, uh, you mm. know, in the Middle East of kids and families mm. who are signing up to read the Bible and pray to God for 10 minutes a day. Wow. Incredible. And that's amazing. insanely There's this there's this verse. It says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can ask or think. And I mean, man, and that's really what's happening. Like, I couldn't have imagined when I was working at the YMCA, really desiring to help kids grow in their character. And uh, man, this now this stuff is going all over the world,
1: mm-hmm. blown away. So Jason, tell talk to our listeners about, you know, the, the latest challenges that, Parents and kids face uh, today when it comes to media, social media. You know the things that they they see on TV.
0: Man, it's, and what's
1: what's House Kids Beach Club challenging those issues? That's great. So one one thing
0: I would say that's challenging uh, that that parents and teenagers are facing is just this the addictive nature uh, that's created out of having the cell phone or having the Mm -hmm. iPad and what 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 parents don't realize and especially kids don't realize is how it's designed just like the msg in a potato chip is designed to make your brain want more potato chips Mm
1: -hmm. these
0: cell phones are designed so that your brain wants more And so if a kid, a kid who already struggles with self-discipline, it's like the kid can't even clean up his room. The the boy can't even wipe the toilet seat when he used the bathroom. Like, (laughs) What's going to make him put the cell phone down? And parents don't realize it. And so what Kids Beach Club would do is like we'll have an episode about what is respect. What is respect when you're talking to somebody, making sure that you're not on your device helping them to fill themselves up with something that's, that's outside the cell phone, encouraging them to play games. I don't know. And I, most kids, we moved into our neighborhood and did not know that so many kids lived on our street because everybody's mm-hmm. on electronics and playing their games. What Kids Beach Club does is it helps kids, it helps children and preteens establish relationships with one another. And be engaged in what does helping looks like. That's another character trait. You know what does helping someone looks like. Look like. So.
1: Yeah, I, I was talking uh, actually to my congregation on Sunday uh, about you know th- things that have taken the place um, with our relationship with God, and, and cell phones was one of the things. And I said, go, I said, go to your settings on on the iPhone. I don't know about Androids, but. It says screen time and it'll show you how many times you've actually picked up your phone, you know, every single day and how many minutes that you spend on each app. But the thing that was overwhelming that I saw was every time they say an average person, but according to the screen time data, picks up their cell phone 65 to 95 times in one day. Wow. I was like, wow, that's that's a lot. For one day (laughs) Dude I was
0: so At our church we just did a church wide Fast where I challenged everybody to To get off of social media And cut off the television for a week And dude we had A lady in her 80s say Man I didn't Realize how much I watched Bonanza She said there's a book that she's been wanting to read for three years, but Bonanza and her TV has taken taken precedence over her just going through this book. And so what she did and turned off her television, she said this, bro. It took her back to the time before the television existed. Mm. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like I forgot. There's some people who were born. They didn't have tvs right and this lady said man it took her it took her back to that and so even what there's a lot of beth banfield our writer uh who who writes the the this episodes she includes a lot of the silent generation and the baby boomers in it so there are a lot of conversations about some of the characters going over to their grandparents' house, or we've even had some grandparents actually come on the TV show to be a part of it. And so this idea that there, there's there's a passage that talks about how one generation shall declare the wonderful works to the to another generation, and so we, it Kids Beach Club also sets up the people who didn't have TVs and now their grandchildren or great grandchildren are on the television and what those conversations look like. And then bringing them to, them together to talk about this life transforming truth and character traits that we teach.
1: Wow. That's good stuff. Uh, so Jason, this, this next uh, part of our interview, uh, I've asked you pretty some, some pretty uh, softball questions. And so now we're going to get to the, the deep Christian TMZ uh, oh, questions yeah. about you. Uh, and this is a segment we call Favorite Things. So I'm going to give you uh, a word and you just tell me your favorite thing, okay? All right, let's go. So the first one is, what is your favorite food?
0: My favorite food is pizza.
1: Pizza. What do you like well, on
0: your well, pizza? Well, well, okay, dude, this is... Are I you like pineapple this. kind of guy? <laughs> pineapple, a cashews, pepperoni. I like that. That's that's my quick fix. Then my other favorite food is a nice medium well ribeye or New York strip mm. steak. I love okay. a steak and a baked yeah. potato. So that's yes, my fancy absolutely. one. And then my low budget is pizza <laughs> with <laughs> pineapples and pepperonis on it.
1: What's What's your uh, favorite movie? Oh, we were soldiers, man. Okay. A lot of people don't.
0: Yeah, dude, that is. Yeah, we were soldiers.
1: Is it. Tom Hanks, correct? No, Mel Gibson. No, that's Mel Gibson, I'm sorry. Yeah, what was the one saving, with Tom Hanks? Saving, saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. And okay. uh Forrest okay. Gump.
0: Some bit me. I gotta find Bubba. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shrimp soup, shrimp gumbo. <laughs> Do you have well, it's, a it's, show it's, that oh, you binge?
0: It's, interesting fun fact about Forrest Gump. And our studio where we record um, Kids beach club the bench that Ford mm-hmm. sit sit sat on in the movie is in our in that studio
1: nice yep. okay that's pretty cool yeah it is uh cool. is there a show that you binge
0: the show that I'll binge yes is last Chance university okay yep it's a basketball uh, juco basketball movie yep oh show
1: since you are a comedian um as well do you have a favorite comedian?
0: Yes. My favorite comedian all times is the one who pays my bills. I love that guy, <laughs> man. Dude takes care. Of, he feeds me. Provides my clothes. I there gotta you go. Say. But I've got... Um, I would say you know, I love... There, there are a few guys that that are that I love their style. Not necessarily content. You know, when mm-hmm. people start judging me. Like, yeah, you want to hear up But then... <laughs> Also got a lot of friends that you all may see. Some of my closest friends are some of the comedians that you all might listen to, and those guys really, you know, we help sharpen each other. So, yeah.
1: Good. Um, Do you have a? So you are a comedian, uh, and we wrote this in there just for you. Um, Give us your favorite funny, funniest dad joke.
0: Oh, funniest dad joke. Sheesh. Um, dude. Uh, I, I don't do a lot of dad jokes. I think they're funny. I guess this is one that... my When my kids were little, they used to help me write jokes. And so... Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage anybody who has young kids, man. like Help your kids write jokes because it really works an intellectual muscle that most people may look down upon. And uh, so my my kid, my my little son said, he said, uh, well, he said, what did the chair say to the bottom? You're sitting on me. And I was like, okay. And then he said this. So my my kids wrote write the dad jokes. He says, knock knock.
1: Who's there? Yeah. Yahoo. Yahoo.com. Com. <laughs> soon as i said it i was like oh, <laughs> man. com yeah that's Good. my my kid's yeah. favorite dad joke they always say is and I, and I act like it's the first time i hear it when they tell me but it's what is a cow with no legs ground, ground beef, beef.
0: <laughs> thanks kids appreciate y'all that's, <laughs> that's pretty awesome you keep, keep your all day dad. folks <laughs> <laughs> All weekend, yep. Thursday <laughs> yeah, to Sunday, baby. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Jason, do you have a favorite ice cream flavor?
0: Yes, sherbet, man. I love sherbet. But of course, okay. the wife always wins the ice cream cho- choice. So I go with Rocky Road. It's
1: my so good husband. A good too. <laughs> do you have a favorite podcast?
0: Yes, it's called Jason Earl's Jokes Aside, where wisdom and insight is the main, choice, main dish and jokes are just a side dish. Let's go.
1: Since you're on the Christian Music Guys podcast, is there a favorite music podcast that you listen to?
0: Yeah, the Music Guys Christian Cast Podcast. <laughs> you just messed <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is do you have a favorite go to Bible verse?
0: Yes, Isaiah 26, 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Good so- stuff. Yeah, I I, I got that in the King James. You know that one's real. Like, King James, I memorized
1: that when I was like three years old. So, Jason, how can parents find the Kids Beach Club TV show?
0: Man, it's check your local listings. Check (laughs) your local listings. I've always wanted to be able to say that. And that's what it is. So, you can just, you can, of course, you can Google, but literally look at, I know we're on. um, several networks, uh cable networks, but also we're on several local networks as well. So and you'll but who who checks local listings? Who does that? Like <laughs> there's not that channel not. anymore, the one that scrolls. Dude, remember you used to look at that just for like twenty minutes. Just like that's if that you blink you're first. gonna miss
1: it. <laughs>
0: like, like, oh, I gotta wait till it comes back around. You know <laughs> <laughs> or or what what was it Saturday or Sunday when the t v guy would come in? yeah, yeah let's see here that yeah. is man and, the whole analog and, and days. gone
1: are the gone are the days at like midnight when the t v would just go off, you yeah. know, national <laughs> anthem, and then <laughs> just static, <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely, yep no so how how can, wrestling, how can uh... pro wrestling would come on and after pro wrestling, then it was Saturday night like, okay, now it's time to go to bed so I can go to church. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How can our listeners get involved with the Kids Beach Club? Oh, my goodness. If you just go to kidsbeachclub.org,
0: man, you'll find okay. everything that you need. And again, it's public schools are able to have this program in there. So you can get your local church involved and to start a public, uh, start a beach club in the public schools. And they'll walk you through everything.
2: Great.
1: So to wrap up, I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life recently that would help build our listeners' faith.
0: Man, yes, I will. Before I say that, I would like to say to this music uh, podcast, my favorite one of all times, that I do have. <laughs> I have two parodies that I've written. Actually, three. Two of them are on you know digital platforms, so you can check that out. Uh, one is called "I've Been Googling." It's it's about a. I asked my son, "Did he know how to find a wife? Like, how does a man find a wife?" He said, "Yeah, Dad, I'll Google her." I like, dude, that is not how it works. And uh, so, I wrote a song about a young man looking for his looking for his wife, using technology language. I call it "I've Been Googling." Nice. But in terms of what 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 the Lord's been showing me, so what what most people might not know about me is that I'm a new pastor. I've been pastoring. A Church in the Garland area for two months now. and in the last two weeks, we've experienced four deaths. Talk mm. about a new pastor, be a pastor, yeah. they say. it would be enjoyable. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what 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 I'm what I've learned what I'm learning in the midst of just making sure i'm 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 authentically me is that oftentimes it's in our weakest moments that God's strength is made perfect. And so you don't have to try to be strong in what you do. It's you can actually, like Paul said, I brag on my weaknesses. So where I'm weak in, I'm going to talk about that. So when you see me being strong in those areas, you recognize is not me but actually what you see is the gospel being made alive that God's taking this jacked up individual who's weak in these areas and, and displaying the strength of the almighty God himself and so man run to your weaknesses lean into them if you really want to see God's strength strength in real time make sure you underscore to him and don't even feel like you gotta hide where you weak you.
1: Thank you for that, Jason, and uh, kidsbeachclub.org, um, that's where you find out everything, listings and local listings and uh, how to get involved, and uh, Jason, we're going to have you come back again and brush up on your dad jokes. Dude, I'm a
0: professional, man, I don't, <laughs> dad jokes is like, oh, thanks, guys, <laughs> I, I can't feed my family with dad jokes unless I wrote a book like <laughs> my friend Rob Elliott. Rob <laughs> Elliott wrote, wrote the book. Um, he He's written several joke books that were the number one item on Amazon. And he's mm. not a comedian. I love you, Rob. You wow. know I love you. But he has a pretty dry personality. But he just mm. wrote a bunch of dad jokes. And sold over have three, six mi- kids. Three, three million copies.
2: Well, thanks, Jason, again for sitting down with us. We certainly enjoyed having you on the show and look forward to having you back. And thank you, listener, for tuning in this week. We look forward to having you back next week. Do us a favor. uh, Head over to thechristianmusicguys.com. Check out our website. Stay up to date on what we have going on. Uh, Head over to iTunes. It really does help us out. All of you who listen, uh, it really does make a difference. If you head to iTunes, and leave a review write a comment let us know what you like who your favorite artist is if you have questions for them we'd love to be able to uh, ask those uh, for you Uh, and it really does help our show gets us out there uh, puts us in front of more ears Uh, so we certainly appreciate your all support and for tuning in each week and we'll see you next time